Hello, Scary Dolls. Hello, I'm Mandy. And I'm Caro. And you're listening to Scary Not Scary Podcast. <laughs> What's up, y'all? What up, girl? Oh, my chapstick Boy. fell. My chapstick fell. I've been real crusty lately. Literally, you've been crusty. Literally. Literally, you've been crusty. <laughs> crusty, dusty, but not musty, baby. <laughs> Do you want to tell everybody why you're crusty? I got a chemical peel at work. Um, and it's basically just supposed to take off the layer of your skin, make new skin, and I'm gonna look 12. No, I'm just kidding, I don't want to look 12, <laughs> maybe 21. <laughs> 21. Oh, 20. to look 21 again, mm-hmm. but I don't like I don't like how I looked. I wish <laughs> I knew how to do my makeup at 21 the way I do it now. Yeah, I would be fucking hot for real. I look like a raccoon turkey. I don't know how to explain and it. Like, I feel like my hair game too around that time. Like I had so much hair and it was so long. I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. So I was still kind of learning how to do my hair. Bitch, I chopped all my hair off. You did. At 21. Yeah. And why would I do that? I don't know. Ugh. I did that too. When I dyed, Remember when I dyed my hair blue and then yes. I went super short? Like yeah. up to my neck short. And that was the last time I ever had my hair that short. No lies. I cut my hair short one other time, and then I regretted it. No, don't cut your hair and short. never again. <laughs> oh, no. Even just getting a trim, I'm like, ah, they cut off a lot of hair. I'm always scared to go in a haircut. Always scared. I don't know, guys. But first things first, have you voted? Yes. Have you? Vote, vote, vote. Uh, so technically, when this episode comes out, you will have at least two to three days to vote because voting ends february 15th yeah and you need to vote 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 daily oh and then we also wanted to give a shout out to our our mini listeners our mini scary dolls we heard that there's a few of you out there that listen to us but make sure you listen to us with an adult yes because um i'd be flying off the handle a little bit sometimes yeah same and i say some crazy things random randomness Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. But we like to say little... we literally love you. We literally love you guys, no matter <laughs> what age. Thank you for listening. <laughs> little cuties. Little babies. And it's Vanessa's daughter and Ari's daughter that yeah. listen to us. But you know who, who we're talking about. We love you. Shout out to all of you little cuties. Shout out. And behave and make sure you go to school. And don't be bums. Ah. Make sure you go to school. (laughs) I love it. Okay, well, we don't have any scary news today. Uh, I mean, I can kind of go over, like, scary movies that are coming up for 2023. I mean, that would be good scary news. Yeah. So, so anticipated horror movies coming in 2023. They're making a new Saw movie. A new Saw movie? Another Saw. I love that little thing. He's so cute. Yeah. I so like this would be year. number what? Three? Uh, four? Girl, I don't remember. No, this would be the 10th movie. Which what? <laughs> I did not Three. know. Three? I did not know there was that many. <laughs> oh my God, where have you been? <laughs> I'm not watching Saw, apparently. <laughs> yeah, this and would be Saw, literally number 10. The 10th movie coming out. And then we have The Exorcist. So they're remaking The Exorcist. That Love one's that. coming out this year. We gotta go see and it. And then we have Evil Dead Rise that's also coming out. Conjuring 4. Mm-hmm. Insidious Chapter 5. Ooh. Oh my gosh. I forgot about this. They're remaking Salem's Lot. Stephen King's Salem's Lot. 
about vampires. We need to um, use my free movie tickets. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Uh, they're making The Nun 2. Okay. Gremlins 3, which is anticipated to come out in December. Actually, Christmas. Damn, we gotta wait that mm-hmm. long. And then Ghostbusters Afterlife Part 2. I actually liked the Ghostbusters. I thought it was cute. And then we have Scream 6 coming out. Dune Part 2. I've never seen the first one. Me neither. And then we have The Meg coming out. It's called The Trench. So I'm guessing they're making a part two. If you haven't seen part one, it's really good. I liked it. And then there's another movie called 65 Million Years Ago. Hmm. With Adam Driver. I guess it's about dinosaurs. Ooh, I love dinosaurs. Yeah. So those are the anticipated horror movies coming out for 2023. Horror movies? And that concludes our scary news. We need a fucking <laughs> um, swang. Or we should just do like our iced coffee. Oh, yeah. That concludes scary, scary news. <laughs> Ridiculous. Bunch of losers up in here. <laughs> there's some hoes losers. in this house. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm on there's some hoes in this house. Okay, so we have some really good stories for you guys today. Very excited. And I think it's going to be kind of like an eye-opener, too. Especially for me. (laughs) (laughs) For all of my single guys and gals out there. That are dating and on dating apps and looking. Y'all just need to be careful, okay? Like, I can't. (laughs) I can't stress this enough. I am a big advocate of being careful and then my dumb ass goes and meets these people at random ass places but you know if you're going somewhere tell your friends where you're going send them your location yeah just be careful be careful be safe watch your surroundings anyway we're gonna kickstart this shit okay um (laughs) if you're getting past this point and you're not 18 please turn off the radio because we're gonna be getting spicy it's not really spicy. We're going to be talking about murders. Murder mysteries. I mean, not really not mystery, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so backtrack. In honor of Valentine's Day, we are going to be talking about online dating horror stories. Yay. And when I mean horror stories, I do mean like these are real life crimes that happen to people who met up with people on dating apps and it happens i feel like this is like the new thing nowadays we have tinder we have plenty of fish we have bumble, bumble we have hinge we have hinge, just kidding we have facebook instagram yeah. snapchat like Girl, yes. anywhere uh-huh. like messenger apparently that one guy was like messaging you on messenger he doesn't have a facebook that we know of this guy does not have a facebook only a messenger and he messages me all the time sends her like like he sends me videos videos of of him counting money and telling me that it could all be mine if i give him a chance and i'm like bro where did you even come from so dating apps are everywhere and obviously one of the biggest things that comes with dating apps is like you have to be careful with predators. There's people out there that use these apps to target you, target mm-hmm. specific people. So you got to be careful who you go out with. But so dating apps were super popular before the pandemic and obviously it was every we were all forced 
into isolation because of COVID. And so it caused dating apps to hit a boom. Mm -hmm. So Tinder is one of the most downloaded dating apps in the world. And it hit 3 billion swipes in a single day during March of 2020. And it's broken that record more than 100 times since then. That was all me. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so although these apps have helped many people connect with like other singles for years, I mean, we have friends that have met their now husbands and wives on dating mm-hmm. apps and like people are in long term relationships. And like sometimes, you know, these dating apps help people get there happily ever after. Mm-hmm. But and then we do have those people that raise alarms in our bread of environment. Yep. And this is a big, huge case, especially for women, trans women. And obviously, if you're underage, you're not supposed to have these apps. But unfortunately, we do have young kids, 15, 16 year olds that download these apps anyways. And then we have the predators that target them too. Mm-hmm. Um, so these platforms are very, very dangerous. Even though you can find your happily ever after, you have to make sure you let somebody know where you're at at all times. If you're going to go out with somebody on any of these apps, pin your location to your friends. Let somebody know where you're going, like Gato does with me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. No, like I seriously. I will pull up to the parking lot of wherever I'm meeting with someone. She and will, I will send, send me send like her. a rundown of who this person is. And then I, I start stalking. I'm seriously like I start yeah. stalking you. <laughs> like wherever like you Mandy. are. <laughs> I will stalk you. And I will literally I'm like, if I if your location disappears, I'm calling the police. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Yeah. And then obviously I have to tell her like if I'm going somewhere else after dinner or something like she'll literally call me in between. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like when I went this yes. last to the pizza. OK. Yeah. Yeah. And, now, you know, what I always tell her to like, OK, are they picking you up or are you driving yourself? She's like, I'm driving myself. I'm like, OK, good. Yes. I drive never, yourself. <laughs> I never have anybody pick me up because, first of all, they're going to your house. Which, you know, you never know if they just save your freaking address and just pull up on you whenever. So always drive yourself. Always. Don't make them, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, come on. It's a date. I'm supposed to treat you like a gem. No. No. I'm being safe. Yeah. So what I'm going to be talking about next is going to be the story of uh, her name is Francisia Ruth Ibaran. So in Mexico City in 2016, uh, 26-year-old Emmanuel met 26-year-old student Francia Ibarra on a dating app called Tinder. They had met up many times or actually several times before she disappeared on December 3rd. So that same day, December 3rd, she was supposed to meet up with a friend. Mm. That same day, she was supposed to meet up with a friend. And because she never showed, it kind of raised alarm with her best friend. So... Her friends backtracked on her social media and that's when they found out that she was dating Emmanuel and apparently he avoided meeting any of her friends and her family. For a reason. Right. So he was already a predator. He was looking for somebody to Mm-mm. basically rape. So finally, police interrogated him since he was a person of interest and after interrogation, he finally admitted um, that he killed her because he wouldn't have sex with her. So therefore, they went ahead and got a warrant to search his apartment and gruesome remains of human bones were found in a bin of bags on his apartment balcony beside um, another box that had soda and, high- and hydrolauric acid. 
And that's when he also confessed that he filled up his bathtub with the soda and acid and threw her body in there so it can dissolve. So six kilos, which is 13 pounds of human flesh, was retrieved from the bones and have been um, matched to the victim, Francia. That is her clothes literally... were also found hidden in the bag inside the apartment. Horrible. That is literally so sad. It's so disturbing. Yeah. I well and then also too the fact that he didn't he didn't want to meet her family or friends. And then he also admitted too that the reason why he dissolved her body, like he thought he was gonna get away with it and he was gonna make it seem like basically she ran away. Mm. But smart smart friends for backtracking her social media. I would. I would I do would. that too. Hell yeah. So yeah, he was arrested. Um, I can't really find much on him. I don't know in Mexico. I don't know if they report like how much the sentencing is for people, or maybe he's still waiting s- sentencing. Um, but as far as I know, he's been arrested. But I couldn't find like w- what he was charged with, or if he was charged or how long he's going to be long? in prison for. Yeah. Um. They should. They just kill him. They just said he was arrested. Bitch. Maybe they did. That's why there's no report on it. Maybe. Well, uh, Mexico is not that. Like, I don't think their system is that. Kill you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like know. the way it is here Maybe in Texas. Maybe they're transferring him and a group of people grabbed him and threw him in acid too. So he <laughs> can die. I wish. Threw him in acid alive. I wish that that's how this worked. Right. Like if you rape someone, they cut your wiener off and then someone rapes you or mm-hmm. something like that. Like I wish whatever you did to someone, they could do it to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or just chop you their stab dick someone off. someone 10 times. It. Guess what, motherfucker? I'm going to stab you too. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. Mother trucker. Oh, we're saying it. a clean version. Motherfucker. I'm clean. Not clean. What is clean? <laughs> what is clean? Okay. So. <clears throat> I'm really into this YouTuber. His name is Ripshy. I think that's how you say it. R-I-P-S-H-Y. Ripshy. He has some really good stories. And people write into him kind of like Mr. Nightmare. So this story is about a man. So he downloaded Tinder because he was like bored and lonely. Um, He said he had never used Tinder before. I mean, he had used Tinder before and never really had a problem with it until he met this blonde woman named Haley. Hello, Haley. I'm just kidding. (laughs) So he said that she seemed like super cool and she was cute and they really hit it off. So um, they decided to meet up. So he was like, you know, let's go to a dinner and a movie, you know, like basic the basics that's what i call it and she was like no let's go to your house like i just would rather hang out at your house with you and she was very insistent that they hang out at his place instead she's like no i'd rather hang out with you all alone you know what i mean and the man was like i should have seen this as a red flag but she was super pretty and he was kind of lonely so he didn't really pay too much attention to all of that and he was like okay fine like you can come over um so she went and he said she looked a little bit different from her pictures but she was still cute so he just let it go they were hanging out having a good time and she's like hey do you have anything to drink like alcoholic wise and he's like well i have some jameson in the cupboard so then he's like, let me go to the restroom real quick. I'll be right back. By the time he goes to the restroom and comes back, she already had made a drink for him and for her. Red flag. How are you just going to go to someone's house and make yourself a drink? First of all, I'm sorry. 
To me, that's rude. Like, don't touch yeah. my shit. So he said at first he didn't want to drink it. So he just kept drinking some beers. And that finally he drank it because she was so insistent. And she like, drink this, drink this. I made it for you. Blah, blah, blah. So he got really kind of drunk and he said that he was on the couch and he started feeling a little dizzy and he said, I guess he passed out and didn't wake up till the morning. So he knocked out for over five hours he was laying on the floor in his room and he said he felt weird and his whole body was like in a lot of pain and there was bruises all over his body when he woke up. And like cuts on his stomach that were kind of like stab wounds, but not that deep. He said there was blood everywhere and he was trying to look for his phone, but he couldn't find it. So he's like, damn, this bitch took my phone. He couldn't find his phone, but he had like an old phone somewhere and he like charged it and then like caught on to Wi-Fi. Like he connected to his Wi-Fi and then he like called the police. Um, He had four TVs that were all stolen. All his jewelry was stolen. He had a safe with like $20,000, which I do not know why you don't just keep that at a bank. But he had a safe with a lot of money and a lot of like stuff worth a lot of money. They took that too. Obviously, it wasn't a one person job, you know? Yeah. Not only did they take his stuff, they vandalized his whole house, broke all his windows, all his stuff. They even drew a pentagram with his blood on his wall (laughs) before they... the people left the cops showed up and then he gave them all the information but obviously when they went back to the tinder account it was all deleted there was no trace of this girl and they never found out who it was damn Mm -hmm. isn't that crazy how they can like they can't trace back the tinder account like once like can you just delete it i'm sure you can but i think they probably like use like a like a fake burner email phone or, or a oh fake yeah, email burner phone, I guess. and then connected to wi-fi at some random they're location. all at the library <laughs> <laughs> or like a mcdonald's or starbucks you know um but yeah it never said his name but you really need to go check out that youtube account Mm-mm. so be careful guys with bringing people from tinder home they can steal your shit or worse you know at least he didn't die, you know? Poor man. I mean, they stole all his fucking money. I know. Um, he said he moved houses a few months later, so he doesn't feel in danger anymore. But he was really, like, scared to live in his own house. So yeah. that's probably, like, super traumatizing, too. Mm, that's horrible. Yeah. Poor papi. Poor papacito. So it doesn't only happen to girls it's, y'all yeah it's men too fucking crazy ass bitches out there if y'all see a sexy mom also there's a fake account of me going around don't accept it which one instagram <laughs> yeah <laughs> it says i sell nudes which oh my I don't. god so it hit up one of our friend's sons oh so, so fucking embarrassed. embarrassed i was embarrassed for you i was so embarrassed guys because one of my friend's sons follows me he's like 16 17. he's like a little bit no he's like 16 right 16 he's 16 so he's young still and so when that fake account followed him and was like check out my nudes i was like telling my friend like i hope you know that's not me like i would not even so this account just went and followed all my male followers on instagram oh. so if you see someone that's selling nudes with my face it's not me it's i'll not send her. them to you for free she didn't do ah. it I'm not, she didn't <laughs> I wouldn't it. sell them. I'll just send them to you for free. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. But still. Yeah. 
Um, this actually just happened last month, and I've been seeing it on TikTok a lot. Um, this story is about a girl named Valentina Tres Palacios, and she was like a super famous DJ in Bogota. Super pretty, super famous, had like over 16K followers on Instagram. Everybody wanted to hire her. She was like one of the top DJs. You know, everybody wanted to hire her. Oh, she was made so, my stomach hurt. Yeah, <laughs> she she's literally the life of the party. Beautiful, played good music. So she met this man on Tinder. His name is John Nelson. John Nelson, um, he was 35 and she was 23. So there's an age gap already. He, I guess they were dating for a while and then he flew her out to Mexico and he was like, hey, you know, like, let's meet for the first time. Let's go to Mexico. So they went to Mexico. They he paid for everything, bought her whatever she wanted, took her to expensive restaurants, like trying to win her over or whatever, because he was tired of like dating in Texas. He lived in Texas after a while. I think he was from Wisconsin and then he moved to Texas. Or Wyoming, one of those states. Yeah. Um, this is still like a new case, so I couldn't really find too too much yet. But anyway, he lived in Texas. He went to church every Sunday. He had three kids, so he had just gotten divorced about a year before. Um, and people were saying that he actually was planning on marrying Valentina after they've only been talking for a while. So Valentina worked at a club again and she was like finishing her DJ at her gig at the Nexus nightclub. Uh, Valentina would finish around 5 a.m. She was last seen leaving the office of the nightclub's owner um, and then John was in the restroom. Then they got a cab and then he had apparently moved there because he wanted to leave Texas and eventually move over there with her. <clears throat> So he had gotten an apartment and all that, moved into the apartment. And then after they got back to the apartment, it said that what happened after that was unknown. But what was known is that Sunday, January 22nd, they saw this man, John, putting a large suitcase into his Volkswagen. So he drove to the south side of Bogota, where then he tossed the suitcase inside a dumpster that was next to a park. And his plan to kind of like deviate the police is he bought different airplane tickets with cash. So he he bought one from Panama City to Brazil. And then he bought another ticket to Turkey. And then he bought something to Colombia. I actually think she was Colombian, but I think she was living in... I don't know, but she's Panama. beautiful. She was so gorgeous, you guys. Sunday afternoon, a person who was just looking for recyclables, you know, how people like to, like, recycle and get money, found a suitcase that John had dumped and Valentina's body was inside. But the way he saw her is, like, her head was sticking out of the suitcase. So this is very graphic, you guys. Like, if you look it up, people have leaked these photos which is like so sad because i can only imagine like her mom seeing these pictures all over the internet but you could clearly see the blue suitcase with her head sticking out of it which is horrible it made my stomach hurt you guys oh so i mean hopefully i mean thankfully they caught him right before he was about to board his flight so he's arrested but now he's saying that the cartel was behind valentina's murder which Come on. They literally saw you walking out with that blue suitcase from your freaking apartment. And what was in there? Her fucking body. So, 
John is facing four counts of aggravated femicide, concealment, alteration, and destruction of evidence. It says here that on John's mugshot, you can see he has scratches on his face. You know, Valentina's mom and her brother have spoken about it. And like, I would just, I just see them like talking and they're just like bawling their eyes out. And I just feel so sad because here comes this Colombian girl who just was so happy with life. She was a DJ. She was like getting up there and this married man, I mean, he just got a divorce, but this freaking man just comes and takes everything from her. And they had a lot of cute pictures together. Like it looked to everyone else. They seemed happy, but yeah. I think he was jealous of her, like her career, her career. And she was always like in a swimsuit. Like she was gorgeous. And, and he was ugly. And he was ugly and disgusting. And he looked like a freaking murderer, rapist. I don't fucking know. Mm. But people were saying like, well, she was only with him for the money. And I'm so like, what? so <laughs> let her live. And also that doesn't, doesn't justify. Even, even if, okay, look. Yes, it is kind of like, eh, you're with somebody with the money. But if that's the life they choose, that's the life they choose. But that doesn't give anybody the right to kill that person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't give anybody the right to murder anybody unless you're a pedophile. I will yeah. kill you. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it says he can, I guess he's in jail over there. And it said he can be sentenced to 500 to 600 months. How much is that? 500 to 600 months? Yeah. That's it? Well, he's in another country. He could face up to 48 months in prison for concealment. Oh, that's just like all the stuff he can get. That's not on top of the murder charges so yeah that i mean when more stuff comes out i'm sure i can go more in depth we can do like a follow-up on scary news yeah but our scary news updates yep and then what else i think that's pretty much it but that's horrible yeah um i saw the photo too on reddit and Mm-hmm. Oh. I can't get her face out of my head. Guys, she, didn't she was even like, un- look like unrecognizable. Her. I felt sick to my stomach. She looks swollen. And I can't even imagine like the trauma that that man felt seeing her like that. The one that found the her. The one that found her. Yes. Like, um, that's traumatic. So, right here it says On that day, 9 12 a.m., John left the apartment with Ooh, two black like- bags. I know, believed to belong to Valentina at 9.51 a.m., he entered the apartment with a shopping cart in which he placed a blue suitcase partly covered in a gray blanket. The gray blanket is believed to have covered Valentina's head. So he had the suitcase with the with the blanket on top because given the entire body did not fit in the suitcase, before the suitcase was dumped, it was wrapped in two strands of 3M black duct tape. It's clear that the disposal of the body was planned, given the long distance of the crime scene to where the body was identified. John is believed to have thrown Valentina's phone into a grassy field near the airport. The Louis Vuitton and case cell phone was found by a man searching for his missing missing card documents. The man handed the phone over to authorities after he matched the opening screen profile of Valentina with photos he had seen on social media. So he threw her phone away by the airport. He's just literally throwing evidence everywhere, this dumb fuck. Thinking that he can like throw everybody off. How do you fucking think you're going to get away with murder, even if it's in another fucking country? And for him to fucking buy tickets to different countries only makes him look even guiltier, which he is guilty. 
obviously. But we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll update you. It says, this is a developing story, and we will be updated. So once we're updated, we'll update you. We will update you on poor Valentina. And everyone like on TikTok is like, Justin's for Valentina. So Valentina Tres Palacios, if you want to look up her stuff, there's a lot of stuff on TikTok right now about her. And I mean, it's mostly in Spanish because it happened in Bogota. But he found her on Tinder. And he knew he had an intent because he lived in Texas and he had set his settings to wherever she was oh doesn't it make you like want to second guess tinder too (laughs) (laughs) bitch i i'm not even on tinder i feel like all the stories that i found are like they're all from tinder Tinder. you don't you don't see bumble or hinge well either tinder or plenty of fish but i think Uh -uh. it's because so i think it's because tinder is like was like one of the really popular i remember when i went through my single phase i downloaded tinder but yeah like there's people are just freaking no creepy so the two worst apps i'm gonna tell you right now because i'm on the you know i'm single so i can do shit like this but um bumble is good because you get to message them first so that's a good one hinge is good too because like you you know they match like hinge is a is a good one too but if you have tinder tin all the guys on tinder just want to fuck that that's what it is like it's the truth if you want to find a guy to do the fuck you go on tinder or plenty of fish i was like let me try plenty of fish i had never downloaded this before literally i made my profile remember i told you and then i deleted it 20 minutes later because i got literally two messages one was like what's up girl and then the other one was like let me smoke you out mommy and i'm like fuck no give me the weed and leave i'm just kidding (laughs) i was like um first of all no so yeah don't fucking don't don't download plenty of fish. Don't do it. Don't do it. And <laughs> if you want to be, be on Tinder. Tinder, just be careful. I had a boyfriend for a while from Tinder and that didn't work out. No, he's a sociopath. He is crazy. It's wild. <laughs> I was only with him for like, what, four months? Yes, but he's crazy. He was crazy and he looked crazy. I don't know what I was thinking. But y'all probably know if you follow me on like <laughs> Facebook, you know who it was. Be quiet. Don't say it in the comments. Don't, don't say his name. We don't talk about his name. We don't. Okay, so my next story is going to be the bizarre disappearance and murder of Sydney Loof. So when 24-year-old Sydney Loof didn't show up for her uh, shift the morning of November 16th of 2017, her co-workers absolutely knew something was wrong because she was the type of employee that always showed up to work on time if she was late for whatever reason she either texted her co-workers or she was very like she communicated between her her and her bosses as well so she was a very responsible woman basically so when her co-workers and her boss were calling her phone she didn't answer any phone calls messages even they even had her best friends and her family like calling her and right away when she didn't answer and they couldn't get a hold of her all day. They immediately called the police uh, in Lincoln, Nebraska. They knew something was wrong. Gut feeling something yeah. was wrong. So the police went to her home, but nothing seemed out of place. There's no signs of struggle or anything. Then they went ahead and looked at her digital records. So the last thing she posted online before she went missing was uh, Snapchat. She posted a picture of herself in her outfit. She was wearing, it looks like she was wearing like a white shirt with like a a white jacket over her. And she said, ready for my date on Snapchat. 
So after further digging, the police found that she had been messaging a woman that she met on Tinder by the name of Audrey or Aubrey. They met for a date once before, and they were planning to meet up again the night of November 15th. So as the days ticked by, uh, Sydney's parents went on the media begging for anybody's to give them information of her because they were so desperate to find her. And even her friends made a Facebook page to help search for Sydney. So soon the FBI got involved because this was like a national thing. This was like an online thing. And the FBI, they have all the gifts and gadgets to like go through all the profiles, ping her uh, where her phone hit the phone towers, all of that. So they obtained more of Sydney's cell phone data which showed that her phone last pinged about 40 miles south of Lincoln in a small town called Wildburr. So specifically, this was an apartment by uh, that was being rented by a couple named Bailey Bow, who was 23, and by um, her boyfriend, Aubrey Trail, who was 51 years old. Ew. So Aubrey which is technically Bailey. So Bailey was the woman who was really messaging Sydney on on Tinder. Basically, like she they both have like a criminal history of like theft and like various scams, um, targeting like antique businesses and robbing them across multiple states, but nothing ever violent mm-hmm. yet. So police went to uh, Bailey and Aubrey's apartment and questioned them, um, but they were nowhere to be found. So they ended up getting a hold of the landlord. And the landlord at this point had pointed out, you know what? I went into their apartment after they left and it smelled very strong of bleach. So I thought that was kind of weird. So at this point, the uh, police obtained a search warrant of the apartment complex. And inside the apartment complex, there was a very overpowering, strong smell of bleach. One room had been super clean, scrubbed down literally from top to bottom, while the rest of the apartment was like super messy. Crap everywhere, clothes everywhere. But this one specific room Mm. was like perfectly clean, fresh bleach. And you can tell like they they left in a hurry, like they packed shit and like left. left. They also found a lot of items that rang really big red flags. There is a dog leash, but the couple did not have a dog. There's duct tape, a sauna suit with the crotch cut out, zip ties, a hatchet, a plastic drop cloth smeared with blood, and a book on the uh, human anatomy. Oh my God. So the police were red already flag. like, yeah, literally, like the police already like saw all the red flags. And they're like, oh, my God, she's probably dead at this point. Right. Yeah. Like all the signs were there that she, this girl's probably dead. So they at this point began searching for bodies. So they got the hounds and they got the the search crew. They started looking at the rural areas around the air, around around the um, like the rural areas that are around the apartment complex, ponds, the the woods, everything. So after Sydney's parents were speaking on media they were they had Sydney's parents speaking on like at the media because they wanted to make sure that her case was still public her. in the like in the eyes public. Like they wanted people to keep an eye out for her just in case like that five percent chance that she was still alive. But at this point the police did believe that she was already dead. dead. Mm-hmm. So this is where these dumbasses like completely gave themselves away. 
So Bailey and Aubrey, dumbasses, went on social media because they're already named people of interest. Their faces are already plastered all over the news, world news. Uh, what is it? Uh, Good Morning America, mm-hmm. uh, America's Most Wanted, whatever, right? Because they were on the run, pretty much. They went on social media, Facebook Live, made a video. Uh, so Bailey went on social media and was basically saying, uh, and she was wearing sunglasses, and she was saying that that she had only ever smoked pot with Sydney. They were friends. Yes, they did go on a few dates here and there, but they were more friends. And that Sydney would go over to the house just to smoke weed with them. So basically, she was claiming that she was Sydney's like drug dealer for weed, for marijuana. And the so whole time, she? Aubrey, which is Bailey's boyfriend, was sitting in the back, not saying anything, in a black hoodie, just like sitting there. While Bailey was on Facebook Live, like, claiming their innocence, that they were innocent. Stupid asses. Like, (laughs) it's Uh, almost like when you know you're wrong and you're, like, making it bigger. Making it worse. Yes, yes, you're making it worse. Like, anyway, so she swore that they did not murder her. They claimed that they weren't running or hiding, but that they couldn't go home because the media were, like, hunting them, like, like the witch trials and they were being harassed and that's why they like packed up and left and blah 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 so at this point the fbi were able to like ping their locations because of facebook live ip address all of that good stuff and finally they were able to get into custody basically what they were trying to do they were trying to leave to mexico they're trying to cross the border to mexico once somebody crosses to mexico it's like end like it's an end game from there yeah it's just, yeah, it, the police eventually caught up with them. And what really helped was that they, they went on Facebook on Facebook Live and they were like claiming their innocence or whatever. So the FBI, they were able to to get into Bailey's cell phone and they were able to ping like where her the towers Location. that her phone hit the day okay. that Sydney went missing. And so it was revealed that the day of of her being reported missing that they that Bailey was driving around 200 miles on various dirt roads it's called um Clay County Nebraska so she was driving around all over so there's like a bunch of pins where she was like hitting like the cell phone towers mm-hmm. so this was able to give the investigators the track that they needed to try to look for Sydney so when investigators followed the digital trail, they soon found that they, what they were looking for. So sadly, in a ditch beside an isolated road, investigators noticed an arm sticking out of a garbage bag. <gasps> Further searching, they found, they found more human re- remains in 13 separate bags, garbage bags, all near the roads um, that Bailey's cell phone pinged from. The, the remains were identified only by Sydney's tattoos. And there's a lot of her remains that weren't recovered. Like her left upper arm was never recovered. There was no internal organs found either. So they don't know what they did with like her internal organs. For all they know, maybe like they threw the organs out and like... or something. Yeah, they probably sold in black market. Yeah. Or, you know... The wildlife got to it. I mean, I don't know. They literally threw her in like a rural area. So what they did find was that some of her body parts were uh, also stashed with like latex gloves that were smeared with blood. 
An autopsy did reveal that her cause of death was from suffocation and that she had bruising to indicate that she fought with her attackers. So she was fighting for her life. For her life. Oh, my God. So Aubrey, which is Bailey's boyfriend, immediately confessed and told police that he and Bailey, along with the, along with two other women, supposedly had engaged in, the, in some consensual BDSM, uh, which supposedly these two other women that were not associated with Bailey paid him $15,000 to film it. And that during this, he accidentally suffocated Sydney and she died and that they didn't know what to do. So they decided to cut up her body and throw her out. And then in another confession, Another story that he claimed was that she had fallen asleep in the living room while a Bailey and the other two women engaged in group sex in in the bedroom and they accidentally suffocated her for whatever reason and that's how she died. So then they all panicked and chopped off her body and like chopped up her body and threw her out. How does that make fucking sense? And then in another story, he said. there's another one. (laughs) So it was just like ongoing on and on and on. But he was confessing that he did it all, that Bailey had nothing to do with it. And they had these they had these like code messages that the police had found. Basically, that um, he was saying that he was going to take the fall for it so that basically Bailey would be off scot free. Mm -hmm. But there's surveillance footage the day of of Sydney's murder uh, that Bailey and Aubrey went to a local Home Depot and it shows them just hours before they met up with Sydney that they were purchasing a hacksaw, uh, tin snips, uh, a utility knife, and a plastic drop cloth. So, so everything he was like, all these stories that he was coming up with just did not make and sense. And none of them were true. None of them were true. Like he was covering up for Bailey. And then they even discovered coded messages of him saying how he was going to take the fall for everything. And he was coming up with all these different stories. And like basically what he was trying to do is he was trying to like build Bailey, his girlfriend, into being like she was the victim too so she can get off scot-free. No, this bitch was a part of it. Like yeah. she, they knew what they were doing. They targeted Sydney. Fuckers. So it gets even weirder. It doesn't stop here. Oh, it ah. gets it gets even weirder. And this is where everybody, all of you, are going to be like, "What the fuck?" So, in June 2019, uh, Aubrey stood trial for first degree murder and conspiracy to commit murder. So, in addition to the digital forensic evidence, there is witnesses that came through. Three women. Who were ordered to remain anonymous? They did not want to. They did not want to have their identities revealed. But basically, they said that there was more motive behind Aubrey's behind this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So these these women were in their early twenties. They testified that they first met Bailey and Aubrey through Tinder as well, and that later Bailey had introduced them to Aubrey, the boyfriend whom she described as her sugar daddy, boyfriend slash sugar daddy. Oh my God. So they came up with like this thing with these with these three girls that they were going to give them manicures, expensive clothing, cell phones, drugs, and a weekly allowance of $150 to $200. So basically they were like their sugar daddy and sugar mama. And they had to refer to them as a sugar daddy and sugar mama or daddy and mama. So in exchange of all of these allowances, um, these women had to engage in group sex with Bailey and Aubrey, sugar babies, whatever. 
So they were expected to help Aubrey and Bailey to carry out like all of these scams of like stolen property, helping them break into like stores and steal money and all this other shit. Mm -hmm. So as time went on, the rules of this like dynamic relationship got even weirder for the girls. So they became more controlling. They were forbidden to be with any other men. They had to ask permission to go out or do anything. Um, they were locked inside the couple's home or a motel room, and they were expected to check in via text or phone every three hours. So they were setting, like, heavy rules. rules on them. This was only the beginning of it. It gets even weirder after this. What the fuck? <laughs> so the women testified that Aubrey, the 51-year-old boyfriend, described himself as a vampire and that these three women were now witches who belonged to his cult. And they said he claimed to have supernatural powers like being able to fly and read minds. Uh, this, this is where it gets even better. Oh, shit. So the women also testified that Aubrey told them that they needed to torture and kill someone in order to gain more power. And that he could film it and sell the footage for $1 million. And that they would split the money equally among all of them. And Aubrey even suggested who to take as a victim. So he was going on Tinder and swiping right and all these women for potential victims. And unfortunately, Sydney was one of those women. Oh, no. So these girls were able to identify that she was one of the women that he swiped right on. Mm -hmm. So the women said that they left the cult November 2017 because they're like, oh, this is too much. Like, this is fucking weird. We want nothing to do with this. Mm -hmm. One of them said that um, Bailey had called her later that month after Sydney's murder and convinced her to travel with them to a casino. Um, but this was before, like, they were suspects of, mm -hmm. of Sydney's murder. Um, she said that she got a weird vibe from them like the whole time that she was there and once she saw that Lincoln police were trying to contact them, she left because she saw the news outlet and mm -hmm. that's when they were already like published that they were people of interest. Oh, hell. So through that, they said that, uh, so through this whole process of them like being a part of like this cult that this Aubrey guy was like trying to come up with, they did say that he did talk a lot about murder and like wanting, wanting to torture and kill somebody. So it like this whole case just took like a whole like bizarre detour yeah. <laughs> like through yeah it's just weird so in the middle of the girls testifying aubrey stood up in the middle of trial of, at court and yelled sydney is innocent i curse you all grabbed and he had like a sharp object in his hand and slit his own throat <gasps> with the blade what the so he was it sounds like a movie right no yeah. guys this is like real fucking shit when i was reading this article and like about this story during my research, I was like, what the fuck? I heard you. <laughs> you heard me, right? Like, I was, I was like, like, what, what the, hell? the hell? So they immediately called the ambulance and had to take him, take him to the hospital. And he, he survived his suicide attempt That's and his trial, his trial continued. Good. Once he recovered, he was back in the courtroom and he had yet had another surprise up his sleeve. He had recounted his previous statements, calling them bullshit. There was no video. There was no sexual fantasy because he did claim that he had a sexual fantasy of like tying a woman up and torturing her and then selling the footage like on the dark web to get money. Mm -hmm. So he had recounted all of his claims. All he said was that he used people for money and he used people for sex and that killing someone was just a counterproductive thought. It was never a fantasy. 
So the FBI agents were like, what the fuck? Like, no. So basically, the the jurors took into account what these three other women had already said. So this already, like, all the evidence, all the video footage, mm-hmm. all, like, the digital footage or the digital evidence, like, pretty much guilty shot him yeah. down yeah he's fucking crazy fucking idiot. The, this this couple is insane they're insane so the trial lasted for about three weeks during the time aubrey 51 year old man suffered two heart attacks and a stroke and in the end of the jury returned the verdict guilty on all counts on june 9 2021 the trial he was sentenced to death good yeah so it barely ended. So June June 9th of 2021, he was finally sentenced to death. That's crazy, right? How long like these things take for they somebody take to get convicted. So anyways, so Bailey, she stood trial September of 2020, and her trial was very much less dramatic. But there was also more physical evidence against her, including her DNA on a latex glove that was found on Lindsay's remains. In October, she was found guilty in all three counts. Her sentencing hearing was July 1st of 2021. They were kind of arguing back and forth on whether or not they were going to give her the death penalty. And so because of this, uh, her trial took a little bit longer. And actually, just recently, I found that they just had a verdict for her. Like, not this year, but they had a verdict for her at the end of November of 2021. So she was able to escape death row. So they did not give her death row, but she is sentenced to life in prison. Good. At least. What a fucking circus of a trial. <laughs> Imagine being a fucking juror in all of this. Like, what? Wait, wait what? Wait, yeah. What? But it's just weird how it all, like... Yeah, how it got literally weird and like how they're trying to like build like this cult, like this sex cult, vampire, supernatural, witch, sex cult. I also believe that people use like mental illness a lot when it comes to murders. So I did further my research because I was kind of I was curious about Bailey and um, Aubrey's backstories. So Bailey apparently... When she was an infant, her biological father was murdered, and she had a really rough childhood growing up. She was she was depressed. She, I guess, was sexually and physically abused by her stepfather, and then Aubrey as well, the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, at age two, he was abused by his parents before his grandfather took care of him, and he just grew up in like a horrible household his stepfather also abused him he grew up in poverty so then by time he was a teenager he was in prison for armed robbery so like they both had rough childhoods not that you know i'm not not, i'm not trying to give anybody remorse i'm really not they both got what they deserved like yeah aubrey deserves to be in death row and I feel like Bailey does too because she set Sydney up. Yeah. But I was just kind of curious what their backgrounds were because they they both sound pretty like mentally fucked up. Like yeah. with all the shit that they were saying throughout this whole trial. I also feel like also though, the, the way you brought up has a big has part a big in your life. Of how, yeah. you, of how you turn out as an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, it's your, it's your responsibility to cut it there and be the change in your family, but... I don't to know. break the cycle break the cycle exactly yeah no i agree <sighs> i just feel so sorry for her family I to do like too. 
because they were her family were they were sitting through all that bullshit and like mm-hmm. having to hear all that and having to hear how like the shit that they found like they didn't and none of the articles say like what they did to her because he didn't come out and say it but mm-hmm. just the evidence that they found they it's tortured me they tortured her and Poor she baby. fought she fought for her life but unfortunately like they they killed overpowered her. her yeah they overpowered Obviously, her and they too killed many her. of them i really do think that bailey should have gotten death row too she was a big part of it yeah definitely both of them equally mm-hmm. well Just rest in peace sweetie pies yeah we're but- not trying to scare you guys because you know it's hard out here to find yourself like a good partner but just be very vigilant and be cautious of who you go on a date with like i'm I've had plenty of bad dates, but I've also had plenty of good dates, you know? So just, guys, just be very careful. Send your locations to your besties. You have to. Mandy will literally show up dressed up like a man. Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Like Hulk Hogan. Hell yeah, brother. (laughs) She'll put on a mustache and literally sit two tables down. We'll post pictures on Instagram (laughs) to show (laughs) y'all. Hilarious. If y'all follow, if y'all follow. If y'all follow Caro on Instagram, and she actually has a picture of me on there. <laughs> I think and my Hulk Hogan did it. Yeah. Oh, it was I'll, a story. We'll post it on Instagram for y'all. We should just make my Hulk Hogan photo <laughs> the, oh. the cover art, right, for this episode. <laughs> that would be so Oh fun. my God, Tinder I'm going to do it. <laughs> Tinder dates. Tinder dates. I'm Hulk Hogan's sister. <laughs> I'm Brooke Hogan, his daughter. Brooke Hogan's daughter. <laughs> Stepdaughter. I love that song, I'm though. just trying to be like my daddy. I see your lips moving, but I don't hear nothing. <laughs> so earlier this week, before posting, or before uh, recording this episode, we did post on our Instagram stories asking for everybody to submit their dating horror stories. And Miss mm-hmm. Ariana... Of Hi, course, Ari. has crazy ass stories, supernatural and with the natural humans. <laughs> so this girl, Ari, oh my God, I'm going to read your story. So she wrote to us and submitted her story and she said, I dated this white guy who I went on three dates with. And on the third date, he legit made a scrapbook with our previous two dates on them. Like ticket stub, chopsticks from the restaurant, like stuff from our date, I guess, when I wanted to use uh, like stuff from my date and when i wanted to stop talking to him because he gave off weird vibes he threatened to sue me and to press charges because i didn't want to give back the scrapbook oh and my I said, god and i said buddy that's been in the trash since i first received it and then he had his girlfriends like his friends that were girls threatened to beat me up <laughs> y'all can't beat up ariana she'll fire it doesn't end there So she said, I later found out he had a PI follow me because I never told him where I lived or anything because I had just met him. I don't want him to know where I live. Why am I going to tell a random guy that I just met where I live? So he knew where I lived after that. Oh, my God. What time I left for work and etc. So he was basically stalking her. Years later... Last year, actually, he added me on Instagram again and wanted to mend things. But I told him I'm taken now. He still tries to hang out. And then she sent me a screenshot of like what he looks like. And he looks like a creep. Wait, let me see. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let me. He Ari. looks like a creep. What the hell, Ari? <laughs> Why are you doing that? He just gives off weird vibes, too. You can, you can tell. But he was like creamy. legit stalking her. That's fucking gross, bro. Oh, Ari. 
don't fall for these <laughs> oh, white guys. And I'm just kidding. Said, and I told her, I was like, girl, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. And she was God. like, I got plenty more. I got to go through my archives. <laughs> so more to come from Ari. <laughs> Thanks, Ari. Oh, also, shout out to Ari's daughter, Corinne. Our little mini boo. Hi. Thanks we for listening. Love you and Millie. Yeah. So we had one listener submit another story to us. This one's kind of short and um, spick and span. Paying for his pawn loans while he was fucking his baby mama when I would go to my mom's. <laughs> I love the her. drama. <laughs> Should we say her name? No, I'm not going to say her name. We're going to keep it. Um, no, we're gonna keep her name anonymous because she anonymous. she sent it to us on a story, so she probably so she was paying it. his loans while he was fucking his baby mama. Mm-mm. Everyone fucks their baby mama. Yeah, I don't care what they say. Yeah, <laughs> they're always gonna go back to their baby mamas. I actually found one that I thought was this is what I would be so scared of. Uh, it says I met a guy on Match.com back in New York City. He was really nice. We went on about four or five dates. One time he asked me to go out to dinner and I told him I couldn't go because I didn't get paid until the next week. And I was so broke. I told him I only had $10 to last me till next week. He was like, no, no, no. Like, come on. It's my treat. Right. Says we went on a pizza date, shared some pizza, had a glass of wine. The bill came and it just sat there for a long time. Finally, I said, we should probably go. And he picked up the bill and looked at it and said, if we split it, it's 15 each, including tip. I looked at him shocked and I said, "Um, I told you I only had $10 to last me till next week. And he's like, "Okay, just give me the $10 and then you owe me a drink next time. (gasps) Embarrassing. Bro, that's what I'm so scared of. Like, that's why I won't go on a date if I don't have money. Because, like, you never know. If I'm, like, pinching on cash, I'm like, mm, we can go another day. Because what if they just leave you with the... F- you never know. Like, they can just leave you with the bill. You know? Mm-mm. So, that's one thing I'd be scared of. So, it's funny because when Gato and I decided that we wanted to do, like, online dating horror stories. Like, I feel like our Facebook, Instagram, and, like, our For You page on TikTok started popping up with all of these articles stories. and stories and stuff. So, this one article popped up of people submitting screenshots of conversations that they had on different dating apps. And some of these are hilarious. Oh, my God. So, I'm just going to read some. So, this one girl screenshotted this guy. It looks like this is from Bumble. And this guy said, let's date each other's. And she wrote back, each other's, each other's what? And he wrote back, let's date each other's, each other's what? Let's date each other's, Bailey. You have another Bailey? And he wrote back, you, what's your uranium got to do with this? Let's go to each other's, each other's what? So literally this was their conversation back and forth. And then she just finally blocked him. Oh my God, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This one's this one's hilarious. This one kind of backfired on this girl. So this guy screenshotted this from Tinder. And this girl said, I'm excited. How tall are you, by the way, if you don't mind me asking? He said, I am as well. It'll be a good time. No problem at all. I'm six foot. How tall are you? She said, I'm five foot. Haha, <laughs> that's good. I like taller guys. I'm not really into short guys. Just making sure. So where were you thinking of going for dinner? 
That seems kind of shallow, no? But who am I to judge? Because I'm not really into short girls anyways. I like taller girls. I think it's best that we don't go out to dinner anymore. Best of luck on your tall guy search. And she wrote back, are you fucking kidding me? And then he blocked her. (laughs) Okay, guys, that was a good one. Because it's true. It's like guys can... It's just, it's just true. That's like if the guy would ask you, like, how much do you weigh? Yeah. Guys, you do you know what I mean? Do y'all hear that? It's the puppies barking. Sorry. <laughs> They're sad. So this one guy wrote to this girl. It looks like this was on Bumble. And he said, you only attracted to demigods. I've been told I remind people of Hercules. And she said, clever, LOL. What resemblance do you have to Hercules? And he said, my dad left me when I was young. <laughs> Poor babe. Wait, he came back. Zeus came back. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Oh my God. Bless my soul. Hercules on a rope. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I found this one that said, I saw this guy on my PT. We matched the same day on Hinge. We talked about how I had a back injury and how I was bedridden for six months and set up to meet for drinks the next day. Once there, he asked me what my favorite food was, and I suggested a few things. And he said, you seem to know a lot about food here, which I replied, yeah, I'm a foodie. Then he was like looking at her up and down. He's like, looking at you, I can tell. (gasps) She was like, I was perplexed. Did this guy just call me fat, especially after I told him I'd been bedridden for six months? And he's also seen me at PT in my gym clothes. He knew I was fat. Trying to give him an out, I laughed and I said, are you saying I'm fat? I had my fingers crossed here because I was hoping he's just awkward. He said, I mean, no one's really going to call you thin, right? She said, I threw a 20 on the table and walked off and I told him to keep the change. His reaction to this was sending me a text later on asking if we were going on a second date. Ah. After you called me fat, you want me to go on a date with you? Are you fucking kidding me? That's and that's embarrassing i always tell guys like when i meet them like i'm not not, i don't go on a lot of dates but i'm like Mm -hmm. i hope you know i'm not super thin like you know yeah and they're like i don't care about that oh my god it's just it's scary that you have to even say that sometimes you know my friend ruby shout out to ruby hi ruby she has a bunch of crazy stories because she did a lot of online dating too before Mm -hmm. she met her husband and she gave me like she would tell me some fucking crazy stories and i can't remember if i've talked about them before but if i have sorry you're gonna hear them again but she told me about this once about this one guy she met i think it was tinder and they ended up exchanging numbers and they would talk on the phone every now and then and she said she was talking to him on the phone while she was peeing but she had put herself on mute and then she forgot she she took herself off mute Oh, no, she forgot that she had herself on mute. She started talking to talk to him, and then she unmuted herself. And he was like, what were you doing that you muted yourself? And she was like, oh, I was peeing. He's like, oh, can I hear you pee? And she was like, what? And he was like, can I hear you pee? And she was like, you're into that? And he was like, yeah, can you send me videos and, like, uh, voice memos of you just peeing? Oh, and she's like, um, no. And she was God. supposed to meet up with him for a date, and she blocked him and was like, hell no. No, no. I've had a lot of crazy guys ask me for some random shit, yeah. actually. I've had guys ask me for feet pics. And more recently, I you know how at the beginning of the episode, I um, I said I was peeling for my face. This guy, I posted like a little picture of like the corner of my face and it was peeling. And he said, hey, can you save me a piece of your skin? <gasps> Bitch, I was shocked. 
the I was shook. I was shook. Like, what? Ew. <laughs> so I did. No, I'm just kidding. I did do it. That's. I was like, no. That's fucking weird. I've had guys ask me for my underwear. I've had guys ask me for some of my hair. Like, but there's guys out there like that. Guys, y'all need to relax. She also came across this one guy who had messaged her. I was on another. I don't know if it was Tinder or if it was Plenty of Fish. It was one of those two apps. But she was just like, man, like dating online is fucking crazy. Like yeah. you come across all these riddles. And she said that she was messaging this guy back and forth. And he had like a decent photo. So she says she started going through his profile pictures. And there's one pictures of him that he found that she had found of him. And he was like into that adult uh, that adult baby like where he wears diapers and like he had like a no. binky and yeah and so she, he he told her can you come over and change my diaper mommy <laughs> like oh <laughs> my god when she told me i was like <gasps> did you bitch no <laughs> she was like yeah i blocked him after that good you know guys there's some real creepies out I there i remember when i was on tinder for a little bit there is uh because i had put on there like you know how it has you like pick the categories that you're into. Mm-hmm. I put on it that I liked Harry Potter. And so there was like all these pull accounts of like guys pretending to be Harry Potter. And like, <laughs> I remember I got a message from a Harry Potter account. Like they were pretending to be Harry Potter. And like, he was like sexting me. And I was like, this is so weird. Yeah. Oh <laughs> you're like 12 God. in the movies. Ew. <laughs> I blocked him. It was weird. No, there are really some people out there that are just... So you have, like, these really scary stories about the crimes that are happening. But then you have these, like, funny first dates. And then you have, like, the weirdos that come across and have, like, weird requests. It's scary. And you know what? And you don't know what the other girl's thinking. Yeah, and it's not just girls, too. Guys, y'all gotta be careful, too, because I came across some fucking crazy-ass stories where, like, these girls, like, rob you. Like, yes. they, will, they will drug you. They will get you, like, shit drunk to where you pass out. And you wake up and you your car's gone. Your wallet's gone. Like, your apartment's ransacked. So, so it, don't think with your dick either. Yeah. So don't you be like, damn, be I'm gonna fuck tonight. And then you wake up and all your shit's gone. And we even came across stories where, like, the Tinder dates, the girls are the ones that try to fucking kill the guys, too. Like... Yes, it's not just a one-way street, guys, yeah. here. Like, everyone's crazy. You gotta be careful. Everyone's psycho. And if somebody messages you, you just gotta talk talk to them. I'll tell my cousin, too, because my cousin, he sometimes does some online dating. I'm like, man, you know what? You need to be careful. These bitches are crazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm a girl. I'm crazy. Yeah. Mandy so, tells <laughs> me that all the time, especially when I'm about to go on a date. She's like, send me your location. Let me see what outfit you're wearing literally i send her everything and you know what if if you're too embarrassed or if you don't want to tell like your your friends for whatever reason or your family where you're going just message us on instagram and send us your location like we will do our research we'll be the fbi agents we're nosy (laughs) as fuck i'll me and mandy will literally pull up and get a table three down three booths from y'all literally like something will happen with like one of our friends and like oh my god this girl messaged me blah 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 and i'm like what's what's her name and there i am doing my fbi research i'm like oh look i'm like i found her facebook i found her instagram found her twitter she has a youtube and a tiktok if y'all need to get out of a bad date to call someone i have me and mandy have a safe word like you know what i mean like if i can't tell tell you what it is yeah (laughs) if i text her something or be like call me and pretend you're crying i will fucking do that i've done it before Mm -hmm. (laughs) i've called people crying before (laughs) like oh my god i'm so scared can you come get me or i just don't want to be alone (laughs) 
I did that to my friend. I'm not going to say her name. Did she know who you are? I'm sure she knows. (laughs) She's a bitch. I know. But yes, guys, if you need anything, if you need us to call you crying, we will. We will fucking do it. We'll be like, donde chingados estas? I'll pretend to be your mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll so pretend fun. to be your daddy. <laughs> Come here, or guys, too. You want me to pretend to be your baby mama? I will. <laughs> yeah, I'll pretend to be your baby mama and get you out of a date. I'll be like, are you fucking my husband? <laughs> the, turn the tables, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is hilarious. Or girls, I'll have Tim Con pretend to be your dad, too. What fuck? Where the fuck are you? Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. Or to pretend to be your Tim baby dad. Do it. <laughs> Tim will do it. He's crazy. We got your back. We, we got, got your back. Your here. back. Scary, not scary. This podcast. is a safe zone. <laughs> so if you want to go on a date and you feel scared, let us know. We'll even sit in the back with mustaches. Yeah. Make sure that I you're... already have one. Nah, just kidding. I have a whole bag, you fool. <laughs> Mine's real. Just kidding. <laughs> Mine's white. If you see Hulk Hogan sitting in the back in the, in the back of the restaurant, don't mind me. <laughs> she was wearing a beanie with a white mustache and she looked like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> We're gonna... I said, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we sent it to our group chat too for work and I was like, oh, look, I found my disguise for Gato's date. On, oh on Saturday and that I'm was off. actually a really good date that was a good date I had a good time I with was him. still nervous though me too I get nervous I'm like are you okay and I'm yeah. there like watching she literally texts me every freaking hour and I'm like I'm fine let me get it in I'm just kidding I'm not <laughs> doing that but I'm anyway, not a guys. cock block I just you know I look we read and we watch too much like crime shows and you just get paranoid but paranoia is not a bad thing it's not you just it, you're just extra cautious so just be careful, you guys. Especially in this field of work that we're doing right now. Yeah, I know. Don't come for us. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, guys, Anywho. be careful. Be careful out there in this crazy world. And um, mm-hmm. don't forget to vote for us. Yes, don't forget. You have until the 15th to vote for us. And after that, we go into round three. <sighs> so hopefully we make top three. Hopefully. I will cry. <laughs> I will cry happy tears, but you know what? We're going to manifest it. Manifest good things. Manifest mm-hmm. good things. Mm-hmm. Do-do-do. So ready. Yes. Yeah, so make sure you keep an eye out on our Instagram accounts and our Facebook. We will be sharing the link for everybody to vote. But if you have any crazy online dating stories or if you have any other type of stories you want us to cover, make sure you email us at scarynotscarypodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, any of the major platforms you're listening to us on, rate and review us, so that way we can get into the charts. And mm-hmm. make sure you follow us on our social medias. Our main account's going to be Instagram. We engage with everybody on Instagram. Make sure you follow us. That's where you're going to find all of our all of our announcements for live shows, new episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to submit your stories there as well. Follow us on Instagram. We want to try to hit a thousand followers. This is our goal for this year. Yeah, we're gonna try at least hit one k for sure. (laughs) We're we're trying, baby. We're trying. Maybe we'll have a giveaway or something. Yeah, I know. You can tag your friends. Well, we still we have a delay with the warehouse right now. We've been fighting with them since December. No, (laughs) October. I don't want to talk about. That's a whole other thing. I don't want to get off topic. But yes, um, follow us. And I yeah. think that's it. Be careful out Be there. Be careful, guys. We, we love, love you guys. Y'all. Message us if you need us. You know, always we're always here. here. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh my God. We're like right here. Get out of my brain. Get out of my And it's house. hot in here. It's Our my house. house. <laughs> Ay, Dios mio. Anyways, 
until next time remember to always stay scary that's what you're going to be doing for valentine's day happy valentine's day Woo! <laughs>